Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. It certainly is crunch time thanks to Red Rooster's new crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary. Search all-new MUX. Text line 0457 736 736. Chris Go from Willoughby. He said, I had to doubt the Eagles winning, but they got the job done. Uh, laugh out loud, says Crisco. Uh, this one for John from Bronte saying that he met you seven years ago mm. at Ramwick in the members course. Uh, the member's restaurant. He was sitting in the table next to you and he suggested you get off the drink. Um, so he... Uh, I think it says we had a few drinks. Had a few beers and talked NRL while losing cash. Told you, no, don't drink anymore. That's a question. Oh. So he's saying, I'm told you don't drink anymore. Oh, I'm told you don't yeah. drink anymore, question mark. No. Um, I think, yeah, I remember him. I, I shot part of my movie, Reuben Guthrie. Yeah. About an ad guy trying to take a year off alcohol in Australia, but no one lets him. Yeah. Um, I shot part of the movie there at the race course. Did you? Randwick race course were invested in the film. It was right. amazing. So they took us all out, the cast and the crew, and we got a box, and and it was unbelievable yeah. day. It was so much fun. and um, But, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm I no gambler. I don't have uh, the knack for it. But I, I do remember meeting um, a, a man in a suit, I think it might have been you, John. <laughs> what are the chances uh, there of there being members? <laughs> yeah, there was just the one in you, the members area. You can't get in there without a suit. <laughs> but it's it's good. You've got the buffet up there. Oh, yeah. You have your own private booth to go up there and keep losing the money. Yeah. And you sit there right where the thing is. Yeah. And, it's, and I got it. For the first time in my life, yeah. I understood what the hot thing was. And I never went back. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, um, which you probably haven't done this, but... You don't have to be a punter to do this. You've got to get to the Melbourne Cup at Flemington one day. Yeah, no, I like that. And we're... we're You could go there, not have a bet, and you'd have a great day. We're a uh, fascinator. Yes, Mm. yes, yes. And I tell you what, um, the locals down there in Melbourne, many of the locals in Melbourne, they would much rather be in the car park. There's this... They have what's Uh. called the car park. You're nodding like you've been there, Brooksy, at the car park. Yeah, I have. It's like, yeah. like the tailgating scene. So, the so they, bought, they, they they rent lots. So they set up oh, wow. lots, and some of them are very extravagant. Yep. Uh, some of them not. I ended up on the source there one day with all people, of all people, Toadfish. Remember yeah. Toadfish oh, from, oh, neighbors. from Neighbours? Jared yeah. Rebecki. Yeah. yeah. Was it, did he end up a co-owner of Lassiter's? Mm. Did he? I think he might have. Eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. I've, I've actually got, I've got my story for uh, memory lane. Have tying you? that in with. I wonder how. Okay, we'll come back to that. Wonder what it's Daniel Andrews' um, opinion on the uh, the car park at Melbourne Cup would be oh, today. Yeah, today, you know, be interesting. Um, yeah, okay, I'll go. I'll go to Melbourne Cup next time you're yeah. going. Yep, I'll go. Vinci, you coming? Yeah, I'll come. We'll dress up. Yeah, yeah suit. Yeah, it was suit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, come on, Finchie. Let's. Why are you hot, ready to go? Take well, us back. What? What circa? What? 
2009. 2009. So okay, we, we, we win the GF. We later get taken off because we're only 18 million over the salary cap. And we get tickets to the, the birdcage. Yeah. Uh, I go there with Robbie Kearns and uh, Denny Williams, former Storm yeah. players. So there's the three of us. I'm in one of those fancy uh, marquees. And as you walk out, there's bowls of uh, oranges yeah. as you go out. Anyway, we've had a bit to drink. It's the end of the day. Denny Williams grabs an orange, walks out the front of the marquee, and launches it back into the public section. Yeah. We just laugh. We're walking off. Anyway, we meet his missus and Kearns' missus back at the pub uh, an hour later. We walk in, and everyone's gathered around Denny Williams' missus. Mm. Goes, come over, what's what's going on, darling? Is everything all right? She looks up, she's got a black <laughs> eye. He goes, what's going on? She goes, you wouldn't believe I got hit in the eye with an orange. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> split, she had a big split above the eye. He threw it back into the, just the, the public and hit his missus <laughs> in the eye. True, true story. Is that, I mean, is that... Proof that he's only got eyes for her, or like was they, they have some kind of invisible <laughs> radar on each other that uh, doesn't matter where he looks, he's always going to be seen. Well, he's, he's one of the greats, Denny Williams. Oh, yeah. He's a champion. I, I did that in the um, telly movie How's That, mm. um, where I was playing Rod Marsh, and uh, I was standing by the edge of the pool um, in a scene with Matt Lenevez, who was playing um, Dennis Lilly, and Damon Gamo, um, who was playing Greg Chappell. And it was a scene, I think, where the journalists were telling us that it was off, that one day cricket was off. And um, I, I threw a lemon at the... Because we had a big fruit bowl of lemons, I threw a lemon at the journalist as he was walking off, hit him in the head. The actor <laughs> has not spoken to me <laughs> since that day. And I sent an apologetic, apologetic <laughs> DM and everything. No, no. No, I want anything to do Filthy. with you. I was improvising. Yeah. I thought, this is what Rod Marsh should do. He'd yeah. throw a lemon. Yeah. And it hit him. It hit yeah. him. You know, because that's how good Rob Marsh is with the ball. You know, the old <laughs> sports bar at the uh, Coogee Bay Hotel, I guess yeah. it's still the same. I haven't been down there for a long time. This is going back about 20 years. Um, Steve Gillis, our manager, oh, he, yeah, he, wins, he wins the meat tray. Yeah. So we're down there. Anyway, I take a sausage out of the, the meat <laughs> tray. And I'm waiting for Chimes to put his bet on. Hurry up. And I turn around and there's a bloke reverse parking out the front. Yeah. So I get the, the sausage. I throw it. <laughs> Across the sports bar, <laughs> goes out the double doors there, across the footpath. The bloke had his passenger window down, straight through the window onto his dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> Sausage. Dinner, dinner is served. Dinner is served. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yeah, keep the music going. I, mean, I, I want to take you back. See, see, for me, the Melbourne Cup, it's the day I look forward to. So the day yeah. after the Melbourne Cup, I already start counting the sleeps for the next one. It's 2013. And we board the train, which is the best way to get to Flemington. And it's a packed train. It's about 10.30 in the morning. And you're having your first drink at about 11 a.m. And we actually have a runner in the race, right? This is in the listed race. So the listed race, which is the second best race on Melbourne Cup Day, it happens the race before the Melbourne Cup, mm. right? So a race, after, a race before Melbourne Cup. So you're not allowed into the... No, in, fact, in fact, sorry, my apologies. It happens after the Melbourne Cup hour race. Right. right? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm certain <laughs> on that now. So you're not allowed into the enclosure until the race before yours finishes. In our case, it's the Melbourne, Melbourne Cup, Cup, right? So Fiorente's nose goes past the post and Gay Waterhouse wins her first Melbourne Cup as a trainer, right? So we are now allowed into the owner's enclosure. So uh. we rush down there, right? And there's all this mayhem. The Melbourne Cup's just been run and won. 
and we've lost each other and all the fanfare and all of a sudden I see this crowd heading up the hill all joyous and celebratory and off they go and they're going to the champagne room right oh. so I just start to follow them right <laughs> yeah and I've lost my mates and next thing you know I'm greeted by this lady in a green vest the VRC vest yeah. and I'll never forget her name Margaret right Margaret's about 70 <laughs> and Margaret hands me this champagne, champagne right and she says sir You've just won the Melbourne Cup. What a feeling, right? <laughs> so I scull the champagne and I give her a big kiss. And she says, how does it feel, sir, to win the Melbourne Cup? I said, Margaret, it feels surreal like it hasn't <laughs> happened, you know? So, so we go in there and we're celebrating, blah, 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 blah. And when, when you're in a horse, there's all these different connections, so you don't know everyone. And I'm leading the charge. We're sculling. And I've met Gay Waterhouse before. So my modus operandi is to celebrate but leave the room before Gay gets there because she knows I've got nothing to do with this horse. <laughs> so anyway, like the screens in this room, time flies when you're having fun. And I look up in the corner and there's a little TV screen there and the number five with the checkered sleeves is going into the barriers, which is our horse. So to which I say to my fellow owners of the Melbourne Cup winner, I say, guys, I've got to go. I said, I've got another horse running, uh, but I'll see you tonight for the celebrations. <laughs> and they're all chicken the champagne. Good luck. And they've all backed number five and off we go. So I'm running out of the champagne room and I go to the grandstand and I look, oh, there's the boys waving, the race has started and I sit down next to the boys. Anyway, there's 110,000 people or so at the track, right? And after the Melbourne Cup, people just want to get out of trouble and they pile into the favourite, which happens to be our horse. Around the bend and up the rise they come and Salon Soldier, there's plenty of room for Salon Soldier. And Jimmy Cassidy says, let's go. The roar of Flemington starts to bellow and Salon Soldier will win the listed race. <laughs> We're climbing over each other. We're, you know, flying. Anyway, time flies when you're having fun. Next thing you know, the leader of the syndicate, is saying, boys, we've got to go. I don't know where we're going, right? Uh, so I'm just following my mates. But next thing you know, I'm greeted by an oh-so-familiar face. <laughs> Margaret. Margaret. <laughs> Sir, two in a row in Melbourne Cup Day. I've never seen this in history. I scull the champagne. I give her a kiss. Now I'm calling her Margie, right? Yeah. We've progressed past Margaret. She says, Sir, how does it feel? I've never seen this in my time, 40 years at the VRC. Somebody getting two in a row in Melbourne Cup Day. I said, Margie, can I tell you a secret? She said, you sure can, sir. She said, I'm a vault. You can tell me anything. I said, Margie, I don't know why, but for some reason, this feels better than the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you and Margaret have been married ever since. We've been married but ever so, since. So you're like Kramer when he wins the Tony. <laughs> yeah. And he just goes along with it in the crowd. Oh, great memories, great memories. But uh, great memories were set for the Melbourne Storm, boys. 19 wins in a row. Yeah, and, and you know what was most impressive about that for me was the Roosters of 75. Every interview I've seen from one of those Roosters players. So you can fall into the trap, old players, by saying, oh, back in our day, everything was better back in our day. These guys of the 1975 Roosters have been so classy mm. in how they've handled it. And they've actually gone the other way saying, we're so privileged along the lines of to be joined by such a great team. Yeah being the Melbourne Storm. But what I love most about this record happening, it is shone the light on the Roosters of 1975, mm. of what how great a side they are or were, how great a side they were, and maybe have been forgotten about. But now, thanks to the Melbourne Storm, we're now talking about the 1975 Roosters. And the funny thing is, Sugar, if they don't win the grand final... That's right. The Melbourne Storm, they won't be the same as the 75 Roosters. So, no. Yeah, you know, that was the... 
you know, the, the full stop for the 75 Roosters. They went back-to-back in 75. Yeah. So they, they had the, you know, the record, mm. you know, and then like, they lost one or two games. They lost to St. George in the major semi. Right. St. George went through to the semi, grand final first. So they didn't win all no, the way through to the grand no, final? No, no, no. St. George beat them. St. George beat them twice that year. Wow. Uh, St. George won the major semi, uh, went straight to the grand final, and Roosters come back and then flogged them in the – it was 5-0 at half time. Uh, and that was the Chang with the, the white boots. Yeah. And the, the Roosters just smashed him in the second half. But that's the full stop to win the grand final. And Beliak spoke about it. He's obviously a footy nut. So to be compared or mentioned in the same breath as the 75 team, you know, yeah. he, you know they're one of the greats, you know, one of the great teams coached by Jack Gibson, captain Arthur Beetson, one of the best of all time. So, you know, f- but for the, the boys, you know, they weren't even born then, you know no. what I mean? So, and in the end, if they don't win the grand final, it's... It really does matter. And, and that's been his whole focus. Yeah. Anyway, here's Craig Bellamy on the winning streak of the Melbourne Storm. To be quite honest, I'm really proud of this group for you know, being able to win 19 in a row. Like that's, that's, you know, that's hard to do um, in any era, I'd imagine, but certainly you know, the era that we're in now. Um, so, yeah, you know, like I, I you know, look on it as I'm really proud of um, you know the playing groups, what they've done. Um, you know, it hasn't been pretty at times without doubt. But you know, that's that's how footy footy goes. You know, there's um, there's ups and there's downs. It's like you know anything else in life. So to be able to you know win 19 games, especially in the situation circumstances we're in, um, as I said, I'm you know, really proud of this group. Yeah, so he should be 19 in a row in such a brutal sport trying to go back-to-back. And as you said, Finchie, a lot of similarities, you know, to that Rooster side of 1975 mm. in, in the fact that you're trying to go back-to-back, a long winning streak. Um, well done there to the Melbourne Storm. What what are some of the great winning streaks in sports that come to mind? Let us know. 0457 736 736. 0457 736 736. Let us know. Any come to mind for you, boys? Uh, I can tell you that uh, a winning streak that comes to mind for me, 81 matches in a row, Rafael Nadal won One. on the clay court. In fact, I think he won over 100 uh, at Roland Garros mm. in a row. So there you go. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, well, look, you know, there's no secret that I still think probably the greatest run of games <laughs> in any sport would have to be the Cronulla Sharks in 2016. I think we put together 16 mm. wins in a row. And I think, it, and it just started to smell like a premiership. Mm. And that, that's why it kind of happens. Yeah. When you, you need something like that to happen in your season, I think to win the comp, you need to do something special to have that extra glow about you. And I think, I have a feeling that Penrith, last year in the grand final, they got, you know, they're a bit rabbit in the headlights. They got a bit starstruck. They yeah. got a bit, oh, hang on, mm. this is a grand final. They forgot to play footy. I think they made a mistake leading Brett Naden out because I think when they needed someone to do something freaky, he was the guy. Yes. They played Tyrone May instead. I reckon the Melbourne Storm may have peaked too early, not unlike me at that tequila bar. <laughs> <at 27. laughs> you know, they didn't get to the 40. I think Penrith, and now they've, it's almost like they've gone to war and they've learned something else. I've got a feeling too, actually. I've got a feeling Penrith are going to come home and they're going to win the comp against Melbourne. And I only say this 
because I just immensely dislike Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know the, the you know the irony in all of this, and, and this will be this will be the story if if it is to be Melbourne versus Penrith in uh, the twenty twenty one Grand Final. Mm. How did Penrith win the nineteen ninety one Grand Final? It was the year before getting beat by mm. Canberra. Do you they believe met. that myth of the grand final you have to lose? No, 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 no. I don't, no. I don't believe that. But I do believe in what you've just said. Then, yeah, those players have had a lot of Origin experience in our success, and mm. uh, you know the Yos and the mm. Tottles and the Luis. That they've now conquered a mountain that they hadn't conquered. Mm. They hadn't won Origin last year. Cleary hadn't won Origin last year. Mm. Uh, Cleary hasn't lost a game this year. Mm. I, I actually think that Jeez, the Panthers will do exactly what the mm. Panthers of 1991 did. They went down to the same team. The year before, before, they learnt those lessons for 91. 30 years later, history repeats. I, I think that's exactly what happened. I, I'm I'm very bullish in my head Penrith are going to win this mm. comp for some of those reasons you say. Finchie, tell me this, right? Fully fit. Ivan Cleary's back five. Mm. What, what does it look like, fully fit? I'd have uh, Edwards. Oh, you know, I like Crichton at fullback, but yep. he'll go Edwards. Yep. He's a big fan of Edwards. You've got Toto. Um... Trying to think of the oh, you got Naden. Naden. Right. So, uh, so you're Crichton. Say, so Momorowski misses out. Crichton. Yeah, you need you need big men against Melbourne. Yeah. You, Naden and um Toto on the wings. Yeah. Crichton, uh Burton. Yep. In the in the centre. That's your back five, yeah. And then Cleary Lua. Yeah. That's it's interesting because Momorowski's he's just that player. It, it's really Momorowski or, or Naden, really, isn't it? And Peggy well, June, well, geez, he, he he looked the part last night. It looked like been playing well, yeah, well, that's see, he's got to the point now where mate, we're happy for you to play with us, but we don't need you, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, where he was sort of holding all the cards at Brisbane, you know. Yeah. Like, if I don't play good, you're still going to pick me next week. Well, but you know, he lacked consistency. It's like, yeah. I know I'm going to get picked, yeah. You know, we're Penrith, mate, we'd love to have you, we think you can contribute, but we don't, we don't actually need you. We're, we're going fine without you, so if you're yeah. not jumping on board and playing to our standards, and you know. Because at the end of the day, the grand final is 80 minutes of rugby league. You have to turn up and play footy. Mm. You have to play a game of footy. Mm. And I think that's what Penrith didn't do last year. They played a grand final. And they got mm. jittery about winning this grand final as if you've got to find this other game you've got to play. I think this year they'll go out and go, it's a game of footy against the Melbourne Storm. Watch this. But don't forget you know as well. I mean? And they'll be grounded. Their last half of a grand final, and that was a team who had Cameron Smith, what a and Ryan Pappenhausen, who was super fit freaky, and at the top of his yeah. game. Don't forget that, um, and they had Tino Fasul Malawi. I know they're, they're, like, they're a red-hot team, don't get me wrong, the Melbourne Storm. However, Penrith can say to themselves, well, boys, we had the junior in us, we've been to a grand final now, mm. but don't forget this, our last half of a grand final, we had a, cons- a massive victory. They flew over the top mm. of Melbourne. Yeah, another five minutes. And yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. What do you but, think after last night? Does does it put a dampener on South for you guys? Because we were revving them up a few weeks ago, but do you feel like now that's kind of like oh they don't quite have that the arsenal? Or yeah, something? it was it was interesting. At twelve nil, they were right on top. Yeah. You know, energy wise, uh, physically, they were they were right on top. Um, disappointing, I think. You know, and Wayne's Wayne's so good. If he comes out and says he's disappointed, and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm worried a bit. That's that's the headlines. Yeah, he's going. We'll be right. The penalties, eleven. You know, he starts talking about penalties. You know? Yeah. Um. So he, he's really, and he goes, it's better than Dubbo. Yeah. You walk away going, well, they didn't play too bad after all. Did they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, that would be disappointing. Losing twelve two, um, and get beat 
with Penrith going the other way. You know, it's 25 unanswered points. And there's nobody in fifth to eighth. There's no, I, I, you guys, no. Are, there's no one that can no. come in no. and do something freaky. No, 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 there's not. They're abs- Manly, Manly can beat Melbourne on their day. If this is week one of yeah. the finals, Manly versus Melbourne, yes, they can beat them, but more likely Melbourne win it. Uh, South can absolutely beat Penrith because we saw the other night and go close, but it, it's, nah, it, it's... It's already written. Yeah, there's... You, there's no team outside the top four. Oh, and you know what? In in majority of years, there's no team outside the top four. Obviously, in 09, Parramatta made that great run, didn't didn't win the grand final, but, you know... Tell you what, says, it's one hell of a documentary yeah. if the Tigers get eighth. They oh, come in and then they yeah. get the grand final. <laughs> Talk about Tales of the West, oh, yes. season two. Imagine the, that. The glory. Now we're like, oh, so that's why they made a docker. Yes. They made bloody history that year. They knew that, what they were doing all well, along. They knew what they were doing all along. All those arguments, Robbie Farris swearing. It was all fake. <laughs> they uh, went in a one from eighth. Hey, Joel, that rooster side that won the comp missing Fairfax, Mark Harris, yeah, both broken was... legs during the season, and Bunny Riley was injured on the bench. Melbourne is a super side too. Both sides dealt well with injuries. Absolutely, John, and mm. says a lot to do with their coaches, Jack Gibson and also Craig Bellamy. There's something about that Forrest Gump theme being played behind <laughs> Vinci's voice, Finchie's voice rather, that seems just right, Gavin, for Penrith <laughs> Rights. Uh, Thanks, absolutely. John says the car park. Was that, was that actually played? I thought I was just in my head. <laughs> so you, could hear, you could hear that noise yeah. as well. Yeah, right? that's yeah. why. It was getting really romantic yeah. and weird in here. Yeah, I don't I th- know what was I happening. I thought that was just me. Time. In, in the melon. Uh, Edwin Moses, boys, 122 consecutive race wins yeah. on the 400-meter hurdles. Mm. Edwin Moses. Well, so. Mayweather, he would he 50, 50 straight undefeated. Did he, Mayweather? Mayweather was Who undefeated. wins in the Tigers, Sharks, Bears, Skin Rug? Oh, bearskin rubs after a, t- a tip because he's equal leader in the tipping copyrights. Bearskin rug. Yes. What's that mean? That's his moniker. Bearskin, bearskin rug. rug. Yeah, bearskin rug. That's his moniker. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Is that like unprotected sex? <laughs> what? Bearskin rug? I'm confused. Yeah, me too. Uh, the anyway, sharks, mate. The I'm saying the Tigers. Why are you even Deciding vote for rug? you, Finchie. Um, what's the uh, question? The question is, who wins out of the Sharks and the Tigers? Bearskin Rug, uh, oh, however you interpret that, he's leading his tipping comp. I think the Sharks will win, but... Yeah, yeah the Sharks. We've got Matt Moylan who's going to yeah. play rugby league for us mm. this afternoon. I don't think Josh Dugan will. He's in Lithgow Farming or something oh, like yeah. that. He's in a bit of trouble. Honestly, what, what's doing? <laughs> no, honestly. Yeah. No, no, but oh, even it's hard ta- to but even it, discuss. But even, ta- but even taking the rugby league out of it, we can't drive to Lithgow. No. You, you know, just him as a person. You can't go to Lithgow, Josh. No. Regardless if you're a rugby league person or not, you can't go to Lithgow. No, five Ks. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's an essential service. And I don't think Josh Dugan going to Lithgow would be an essential service. No. <laughs> Maybe he saw 5K and thought it was 5,000. Yeah. That's the only explanation, right? Yeah. I think he said, he said he had some livestock to attend to. No, but he changed his mind on that. Oh, did he yeah, change his yeah, mind yeah, on that? Appar- apparently, he ultimately said, "No, nah, we'll just go on out there to catch up with some people." So, yeah, look, right. I mean, you just can't you can't put brains in statues. He paid twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, Josh Dugan just kept just came up with twenty five thousand for having that dinner. Yep. You know, I wouldn't even that that might deter you a bit. Yep. Don't you reckon? Oh, absolutely. But anyway. Um, Mine boggles. Well, Go he, the Sharks. Well, he, he, Do it for Josh. Well, well, I'll tell you what. Do it for the livestock. We're talking about streaks. Uh, He's on a streak of the most COVID breaches in the NRL, two in a row at the moment. Byron Nelson wins 11 consecutive PGA tournaments. Jeez, that's a big feat, isn't it? Byron mm. Nelson winning 11 straight yes. consecutive PGA tournaments, given how many uh, participate 
in those. Uh, the New England Patriots, they claimed a Super Bowl as part of their 21 straight wins. Well, how many uh, straight Golden State Warriors? 24. 24. And how many 20, for the 15, season? 16. They went 73 and 9. Yeah, that's a fair effort. And they lost yes. in the finals. Yeah. They're up 3-1. Lost. What do you think about that? Like, you know how people look. Munster come out and said, oh, you know, a loss before the finals might be nice or something along those lines. Do you need to have that loss? No. No, I mean, he's just he's just having fun, isn't he? Yeah. Which I think is what those guys do best. I've got to say... It's rugby with the storm. Mm. Rugby league's just just becoming a little bit soccery, because you notice like Cameron Munster. You know when a bloke gets tackled or he gets oh, yeah. tackled, <laughs> every single tackle you'll see Cameron Munster throw his arms in the air. <laughs> yes. What's happened? Yeah. What's happened? The injustice, ref. The injustice. <laughs> yes. And that's there's somebody doing it now in every single tackle. Oh come on! <laughs> Look at that. Six more. Give me something. And, <laughs> give me something. and soon they're going to be just going give me up. anything. Give me anything, give me something. Yeah. Soon they're going to be up in the ref's face, you know, giving it the whole soccer. Yeah. And and, and we're going to be having yeah, bunkers and all this sort of thing. I, I think you should be penalised for doing too many mm. of those soccer gestures. Theatrics. Thea- too many theatrics. Yeah. Five minutes in the sin bin. Yes. You watch Cameron Munster. Half his game now, his arms in the air, please, sir. That's half his game. Yeah. Play footy, Cameron. You're very good at it. <laughs> uh, this one coming in from Jaws. Winning streaks, Yohinga Khan. Speech Squash. <laughs> Yohinga Khan, um, 555 wins in a row. Who is that? Uh, and America, uh, help America's Cup for 132 years. Mm. Uh, that's coming well, from Jaws. Well, the Bledisloe Cup with the Kiwis? Yeah. Well, they've got years. And the, the streak against Australia at Eden Park. That's mm. another one of those. the West Indies cricket team in that fire in Babylon? God, that's a great documentary. I've not seen that. Have you not seen Fire no. in Babylon? Have a look mm. at that, Doco. That is unbelievable. Wow. Oh, where are we so seeing, where are we seeing about, that? Um, on the internet somewhere. <laughs> um, no, it's. I think it'll be on your Apple TV or something. It was a doco. It was out about eight years ago or something, Fire in Babylon. And it's about, I don't think they lost a test for 13 years. Did and they? it was the Joel Garner. Test series? Test series? Series? Yeah, maybe it'll be a test, test series, yeah. Um, again, I um, paraphrase myself. But um, yeah, the Jeffrey Dujon, Gordon Greenwich, yeah. Malcolm Marshall, Joel Garner, Richard, and they Richardson. were ju- and they played, you know, and they were playing Botham and Gadding and all those kind of guys. So twenty-seven matches between eighty-two and eighty-four, they did not lose. lose. Yeah, that's what it's about. And you see all that great old cricket, and you know, I think it's changed for the West Indies with cricket now. They're a bit more NBA focused. Yeah. A lot of the young yep. fellas, I think ESPN's pumped in there, yep. and they all want the. Want to have the the um you know the life of LeBron James mm, not so nice, much the, the 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 test match mm. life but God what a team I used to was watch them Sir Viv. if you yeah, could be twenty percent as cool as them oh mate did they not scream coolness yes. oh they did and just and the way they played aggressive and you know those battles yeah that big the open collars with the gold Ford, chains yeah. And, yeah. But geez, they could play. Yeah, they were good. They backed it up. Facing Joel Garner. Mm. Oh, Cube Lock. But, then, but then, oh. you, then you see him off, and Kurtley Ambrose comes down there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, oh good. Oh, he didn't take my head off. <laughs> oh, Kurtley's coming. <laughs> That's been a big demise, hasn't it? Yeah. Like, like they were such a powerhouse, yeah. the West Indian cricket team. And I remember back in those days, there was no 2020 at the time. And grab the music, please. Uh, amen. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, boys. Do you remember when, you know, you'd, there was no 2020s? No, that was good. The white ball was a big game back yeah. in those days. It was the 50-over edition, and it was Australia versus West Indies. And every match would come down to the last over. Yeah. Wouldn't oh. it? 
Tony Gregg, he'd be saying that there's the West Indians, nine runs off six balls they require. Yeah. And that, back in those days, was a, yeah, a, lot. Was a challenge. Yeah. Like Terry Alderman's coming in to bowl, or mm. Carl Rackerman. Yeah. Mm. A ball would be hit yeah. over the sight screen, and yeah. Tugger Steve, would yeah. emerge with the yeah, ball in his hand. and With his the red rag out the back, yeah. back of the buttocks. You know, <laughs> he's, oh, great times. Augustine Logie would be there, near to the batsman, chirping away. Jeffrey Desmond Haynes Sean. and Greenwich would Desmond open. Haynes. Yes. Oh, they were a brick wall, weren't they? Oh. Trying to break that partnership. Richie Richardson and then, with um, the brim hat. Who was the who was the number three batsman? Richie, two I'm Js, wasn't it? Um, was it Richie Richardson? Richie was Richardson, it? Yeah, yeah, number three. Gordon Greenwich. Viv Richards would be asleep and yeah. then asked to come out to the middle. Yeah, Viv put one on. Yeah, Jeffrey Dujon was the keeper who would bat as well. Carl Hooper. Carl Hooper. Oh, what a team. And, and then the, the tales of the cool Viv Richards, where he'd be going playing county cricket in England, mm. and he's not seeing the ball very well. He's none from five. He's striking out. Mm. To which the young bowler, the upstart of England, says, Viv, do you not know what this thing looks like? For your information, it weighs this amount. Six stitches. Those things. It's red. Viv said, thanks, Scoop. So the young upstart goes back to his uh, mark, charges in, to which Viv just whacks the ball out of the ground. He says, young start, since you know so much about the ball, Go and find what it. What are you going to find yeah. it? You, you know what it looks like. Now go and find it. Yes. If you ever go, if you're ever at the members of the SCG, I, I think it's still there. But in that Bradman Museum, there's Clive Lloyd's bat, mm. oh. and the handle on it yeah. is is mm. like a thigh. Wow! Mm. Like you can't get like how he held this thing, yeah. let alone carved up runs. It mm. is enormous. big handle. Yeah, yeah big handle. <laughs> Kenneth Benjamin, his his yes. son was at the Olympics this year. Mm. Very very. Uh, in what sport? Uh, in the Track. 200 Track. or the 400, I think. Yeah, have it, check out that fire in Babylon. Um, there's also, there's a show on Binge at the moment called The White Lotus. Yeah. That oh. is absolutely fantastic. It's so weird. Really? Funny and disturbing and everyone's really attractive. Yeah. Um, and it's basically... Hang on, you just explained Cooey Corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that, that in between was, your Cooey Corner. That was like the yeah. Zoom call last night. Yeah. The White Lotus. It's basically, it's set in a Hawaiian resort and a couple and a family and, and a few people just descend and then uh, they all kind of tangle up over the week. It, but it's really weird, really well written. Right the down White Lotus. Early. How good's that? Uh, have your say, 0457 736 736. Heather Mackay won 16 consecutive British Open squash titles. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That's um, uh, Munster finally pulled his finger out in the second half. Well, he said that himself, didn't he, uh, Hillstorm? I uh, hope it stays out at least when <laughs> arms are in the fingers, uh, not somewhere else. <laughs> Thank you very much, Hillstorm Marone. Sugar, unfocused genius and the sparkle-eyed man. Winning streaks, Oakland Athletics, 20, 2002, 20 yeah. game games in a row. That made a movie about it. Oakland Athletics there. Moneyball. Don't forget Larry Gomes, a.k.a. Morgan Harper. Uh, for the West Indies uh, there. I think I might be, was it Winston Benjamin, who is the father? Uh, we'll get to the bottom of that in the ad break, but one of the Benjamin boys, Kenny Benjamin or Winston Benjamin, who, by the way, are not related, uh, one of them, their sons, was participating at the Olympics in uh, this particular year. Anyway, 0457 736 736 is the way to have your say. You can also text us, uh, call us, 1300 0111 70, the text 0457 736 736. A so break and back with more. This is Crunch Time. Thanks to Isuzu and Red Rooster. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91 91.